This is the Statman Sports Podcast, where we keep topics in context. This is your host, Steve Duffus, who is still wondering why the Seahawks didn't run the ball. Ah, it's a beautiful day to talk sports, baby. Welcome to episode number 95 of the Statman Sports Podcast. This is your host, Steve Duffus. The Steelers offense has been exposed. Jalen Hurts is the new Eagles franchise quarterback. And guess what else? Patrick Mahomes just lost the MVP race. That is what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into all that, thank you so much for those of you who are tuning in for the first time. You already know what the deal is, man. We appreciate you spending the time with us. For those of you who've been there since day one, same way, man. We appreciate you stopping by and spending 30 to 40 minutes of your day with me. Man, there's so much to get into this week, man. So much happened in this past NFL week. The NBA season is about to start in exactly... Eight days of this recording on December 14th, 2020. Man, I'm so excited for everything to start back up. Me, again, we're kind of having this resemblance of getting back into the groove with sports. And I'm all for it, man. Now we're seeing stands, um, people in the stands in the NFL. And that's a great thing. I mean, uh, I'm kind of, I personally, I'm kind of opposed to trying to go out there. But hey. It's good to see people out there trying to do their thing, people taking their precautions. You know what the deal is, man. I cannot wait to do this. But today, man, we're just going to focus some on the NFL and what we talked about, man. So Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, the Steelers. And we're going to also talk about some more NFL records that have been broken over this past week, man. I cannot wait for the NFL playoffs. So with no further ado, man, let's just get right into it with what are you talking about, bro? Huh? What are you talking about, man? Woo! What? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? The aim of this podcast, from episode number one to now episode number 95, is to talk about the most interesting statistics and analytics and box scores that we've seen and put them into context. And this week, the one that stood out the most, which was pretty much the introduction to this episode was that the Steelers offense has been exposed it's not an overreaction it's not conjecture it's a fact the 11 and 1 the now 11 and 2 Pittsburgh Steelers are the worst 11 and 2 team I've ever seen in my life the Steelers offense is a mess this was very easy to overlook when they were winning but after two straight losses in week 13 and week 14 it's time to, for us to start talking about it. And I really want to talk about this. The Steelers have scored fewer than 20 points in three straight games, all right? Only the 2-10-1 and, and one Bengals have a longer active streak of such a low output. Five games. That's what the Bengals have. In the first 11 weeks, the Steelers averaged 29.8 points per game. That's the, that was the fourth best mark in the NFL. Since week 12... That number has dropped to 17 points per game, tied for the fifth fewest in the NFL during that span. So any casual fan who doesn't really pay attention to the depth of football like I do or like most other people who are really entangled into the NFL or any other sport, they might see, oh, well, the Spixburg Steelers are 11-2. and They're doing great. They're playing great football. Well, I mean, they, they're, they're right on the path for them to make a deep playoff run to make it to the Super Bowl. 
But again, I'm here to tell you, the box score doesn't tell you everything. So the question might arise, so what's really going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, I have a theory, and this is an interesting theory, at least for me. Well, in the NFL, the motto has always been, if you can run the ball, if you can control the game, you are highly likely, highly likely to make a deep run in the playoffs because the playoffs is all about block control. And that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers are awful at. They struggle mightily to run the ball. Their rushing average of 89.1 yards per game this season is the second worst, better than only the Texans who sit at 86.2. Keep in mind now, no Super Bowl winner has ever averaged 89.1 rushing yards per game or less. Let me repeat that again. No Super Bowl winner has ever averaged 89.1 rushing yards per game or less. So history is pretty much telling you, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Shout out to Antonietta Collins, my dear friend. I'm sorry, friend. Your Steelers, eh, they're not probably not, most likely not going to make it to the Super Bowl. Secondly, most interesting part. Ben Roethlisberger seemingly, he, he seemingly cannot stop throwing the ball to the other team. His streak of four straight games with an interception is his longest since 2015. All right. Big Ben has five picks in his last four games after having four total in his first nine starts of 2020. But I'll tell you what, though. The offense bright spot used to be the wide receiver group. But after three more balls hit the ground this Sunday, the Steelers lead the NFL in drops with 35. And that is per Pro Football Focus. Shout out to Pro Football Focus. They always come up with some amazing statistics, amazing breakdowns. And that's part of why I did my research and try to look at this. Because the Steelers, man, they always had great wide receivers. From the time I started watching football, man, Heinz Ward, Antonio Brown, um, Man, you can just go down the list. Juju Smith-Schuster. Just You can just go down that entire list of the Steelers franchise, man. They always had great wide receivers. And to hear that this season they're leading the league in drops, man, now you can start to see how things are really starting going wrong. And if you include what I talked about, them not running the ball, well, you become one-dimensional, so it's easy then to guard you. But... There is a silver lining for the Pittsburgh Steelers fans who are listening to this. I'm going to give you some hope. In order for your offense to wake up, here's what needs to happen. One, you need to get a relatively easy schedule to end the season. And guess what? I have good news for you. In week 15, you end up playing the Bengals. Week 16, you end up playing the Colts. And week 17, you end up playing the Browns. So you might think, how is that an easy game against the Colts and the Browns who happen to take the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football to a last possession game with a kick against Justin Tucker? How is that an easy game? Well, here's what it is. I have facts to prove this. The Steelers have scored 30 points or more three times this season. And two of those games were against the Bengals in Week 10 and the Browns in Week 6. Meanwhile, the Colts ranked number one in scoring at some point during the regular season but currently they're ranked 12th all right so that all that all of that adds up 
to the Steelers offense getting back on track. Right? Is that what's going to happen? We then go from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts is the Eagles new franchise quarterback. But Eagles fans listening to this, they're like, but is he right though? Like, but we like Carson Wentz though. I mean, he been stinking it up, but we want him to stay though. Like what's gonna happen? Man, let me tell y'all something, Eagles fans, and the rest of you who are listening. Some of you might not feel like this is an overreaction, or some of you might actually feel it is an overreaction. But guess what? I'm gonna convince Eagles fans about this. Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts are the only quarterbacks in NFL history with at least 100 rushing yards in their first career starts. The fact that Jalen Hurts hits the century mark in the win over New Orleans is even more impressive when you consider the fact that the Saints have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in 50 straight games entering week 14. That's the fourth longest streak since 1950. Jalen Hurts should also get all the credit for cooling off what have been the hottest team in football, ending the longest NFL streak of a winning streak, which is nine games. The only other quarterback in NFL history to end an opponent's winning streak after nine games in their first career start has been ex-ESPN analyst Ron Jaworski. That was back in 1975 when he led the Rams to win over the Steelers and the Steelers at that time, they won 11 straight games. All right, so check this out, right? The Eagles improved to 11 and three, including the playoffs and the Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. Same day, same day drafted Wentz in 2016. So put that into perspective. The Eagles literally have a winning record with their supposedly franchise quarterback who they owe over a hundred million dollars in the next couple of years. <laughs> so this is the most interesting part to me. Let me tell you what. This is the most interesting part to me. Two things. One, there's going to be a quarterback controversy brewing in Philadelphia. That's what I say. But do I really think that? No, not really. Because again, Jalen Hurts is the new franchise quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. And number two, well, everything is fine in Philly. Because again, you find your quarterback. Why do you still need Carson Wentz? Just cut him, take him off your books, and move on with Jalen Hurts. Two games has proven enough. Matter of fact, isn't 11-3 record enough to prove that you don't really need Carson Wentz? And Carson Wentz is in his own way right now. He's mentally not fit to do this thing anymore. He holds the ball too long. He thinks about it too much. And Jalen Hurts is decisive. When he doesn't find his first and second read, he just takes off, man. That's what a football, decisive football, confident player does. And Carson Wentz is none of that. So again, Eagles fan, Jalen Hurts is a new franchise quarterback. Accept it and move on. Just like Carson Wentz. We finally then go from Philadelphia all the way to Kansas City and then back over to Green Bay. And I'll tell you why. Patrick Mahomes literally just lost the MVP race. And some of you might just be rolling your eyes like, what the heck are you talking about? Let me tell you something. I don't say things without proving them and having facts. 
Patrick Mahomes entered week 14 with the best single season touchdown to interception ratio at 32, 31 and 2 actually. And that's the best in the Super Bowl era with a, for a quarterback with at least 250 pass attempts. Now, after the game against the Dolphins on Sunday, which he threw two touchdowns, 350 yards and three interceptions, his touchdown to interception ratio for the single season plummeted from number one all time to number nine all time. And that likely took him out of the MVP race. Again, some of you might be, what the heck are you talking about? Probably Kansas City fans are like, this guy's crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I know Patrick Mahomes is probably leading in a lot of polls to win the MVP this season. But I'll tell you what. Yes, for the last three years, he probably was going to win the MVP for the second time. But it's not happening this year. I'll tell you that for a fact. But Sunday's win would feature the dazzling effort from the rest of his teammates, like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, it's clear to know that they should receive more credit than just Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill has 16 touchdowns this season and is averaging 26.8 yards on those scores. Since 2002, only four players have boasted a higher yard per touchdown to reach the end zone. Chris Johnson in 2009, he averaged 38.8. Jordy Nelson averaged 38.9 in 2011. T.O. averaged 27.7 in 2007. And Antonio Brown averaged 27.4 in 2018. And how about Travis Kelsey? He had eight catches for 136 yards in the touchdown. He has at least 100 receiving yards in five of his last six games. That brings his total to 749 yards. And that's the most in the six-game stretch by tight end in NFL history. So, that's all about Patrick Mahomes and his teammates. So, who is Patrick Mahomes losing the MVP race to? Well, my quarterback, who happens to be Aaron Rodgers, who happens to play for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers reclaimed the touchdown to interception single-season record back from Patrick Mahomes. He's now sitting at 39 touchdowns and just four interceptions. When Aaron Rodgers won the MVP in 2011, my man had 45 touchdowns and 4 interceptions. Again, this season he has 39 touchdowns and 4 interceptions. Aaron Rodgers' 3 touchdowns and no interception game was his 55th career game with such numbers. Right? Which is tied 2nd most since 1950 with Drew Brees who's only trailing Tom Brady sitting at 61 such games and let me tell you what Aaron Rodgers didn't play uh, he didn't start playing till like about his third NFL season and he has played about five less seasons than Tom Brady and he's only sitting five of those games behind him and five of those games are five games of three touchdowns and no interceptions and by the way nine of those games have come this season which is only the most in the NFL and four more than Patrick Mahomes so if anybody wants to make a case about who should win the MVP this regular season, to me, it's fairly obvious that this is the MVP to lose for Aaron Rodgers. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, you have a message you want to share to the world, or you think it would be fun to have your own sports show like I do for the Statman Sports Podcast, podcasting is very easy inexpensive and is a fun way to expand your reach online buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch promote and track your own podcast and since i have my podcast on buzzsprout is one of the 
easiest decisions I've ever had to make. Your show can be online. It can be listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. So podcasting isn't that hard when you have the right partners. And the team with Buzzsprout is passionate at helping you succeed. So I would encourage you to join the thousands of podcasters that are already online with Buzzsprout and try to get your message out there. Let's create something great together. That don't make any sense. We I love me some records and in week 14 of the NFL there were some amazing records that were broken they're so confusing some of them but they're so interesting coming in at number one Derrick Henry passes a tree of Hall of Famers he passes Jim Brown Barry Sanders LaDaniel Tomlinson he is the only player in NFL history to have four 200 rushing yards games and two touchdowns coming in at number two Jalen Hurts, man, he just shines that we talked about. He just shines against the New Orleans Saints. Jalen Hurts is the first quarterback since 1950 to throw touchdown passes and a rushing yard and at least 100 rushing yards in the first NFL start, man. He upsetted the Saints. Lamar Jackson, like I mentioned before, he's the only other quarterback to have 100 yards or more rushing in his first career start. And he's the other only other quarterback since 1950 to reach the century mark in their debut coming in at number three this is a very confusing one man jamal adams sets a record for sacks in the season by a defensive back he sacked sam donald in the second quarter in the 40 to 3 win from the seahawks adams now has eight and a half sacks in 2020 passing former cardinal safety adrian wilson who had eight sacks in 2005 for the most sacks in the season by defensive back in NFL. Since the NFL started taking track since 1982, uh, Jamal Adams has been now in the record book. Coming in at number four, Aaron Rodgers reaches 40 touchdowns for the fifth time in his career. Aaron Rodgers on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. He had three passing touchdowns. He ran for another one. He now has a combined 41 touchdowns accounted for in the year 2020. This is Aaron Rodgers' fifth season with at least 40 touchdowns accounted for. No other player in NFL history has ever had four such seasons. Coming in at number five, Tom Brady breaks his own record as the oldest player to throw at least 30 touchdown passes in the season. This is Tom Brady's ninth career game with at least 30 passing touchdowns. The 43-year-old Brady is the oldest player to throw 30 touchdowns in the season, breaking his own record set three seasons ago at age 40. Coming in at number six, Justin Herbert sets a new standard for completion percentage by a rookie. With the Chargers' narrow win against the Falcons, Justin Herbert completed 36 of 44 pass attempts, and that's a grand total of 81.8% completion. Since 1950, since 1950, he's the first rookie with at least, at least 80% completion passing with 40 attempts or more. Coming in at number seven, his teammate, man, Keelan Allen. Keenan Allen sets a record for most receptions in his first 100 games. Keenan Allen, he had nine receptions in week 14, his league-high six game with at least nine catches. That brings Allen's career total to 623 receptions in 99 career games. And that's breaking Antonio's record of 622 receptions for the first 100 games of the player's career. That's been the most since 1970. Coming in at number 8, man, Travis Kelsey once again, man. When is this guy not breaking records? 
he set two more new NFL records against the Dolphins. It's his sixth consecutive game with at least eight receptions, the longest such streak by a tight end in the Super Bowl era. Travis Kelsey also has 749 receiving yards since week eight. That's the most by a tight end in a six game span in a season in NFL history. At number nine, Stefan Diggs, man. He went to Buffalo. We all thought he's gonna die, but he already set the Buffalo Bills reception record and he has three games to spare, man. In that Sunday night game against the win against the Pittsburgh Steelers, Stefan Diggs recorded at 100 receptions for the season. That's the most by any player in the NFL and tied for most in a single season in team history. That was breaking Eric Moles' record of 100 receptions in 2002. Stefan Diggs also. He, he also caught his 100th reception in just 13 games, like I said. Then that's time Brandon Marshall, for the most in NFL history, on a new team with the 2012 Bears coming in at number 10. And finally, the Steelers stand alone with 70 consecutive games with at least one sack. Despite losing to the Buffalo Bills, the Pittsburgh Steelers were tied with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers between 1999 and 2003 for the longest streak but at least having a sack. Since team sacks have been recorded since 1963, the Pittsburgh Steelers now stand alone with 70 straight games with an amazing sack, man. That's an amazing statistic. Some of these were confusing, but these are your stats of the week. Ah, we've come to the end of another episode. That was episode number 95 of the Statman Sports Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I did recording it. Man, it feels so great when you do this behind a new mic, behind an arm stand. Everything was new, man. It felt like I was doing episode one all over again. The excitement was back. Man, episode 95. We're five episodes away from episode 100. We were, we've been working on something for months for episode 100. God willing, we will be getting to 100 man i never thought i man who i love talking about sports but never did i think i would be recording or coming close to recording 100 episodes like i said we have something brewing for you guys i hope uh it's something to your liking one of those things that i've been working on is trying to shorten the podcast try to get you right away to the content that you want to hear and the things that you want to listen to so one of the things we are going to implement uh, soon enough is trying to get your feedback on every episode to see what what is it that you want me to talk about what is it that you want to hear from me of course i want to give my own opinions i want to give what i saw i want to give my interesting takes but one of the things i like doing in my life altogether is involving people in certain things that i do i like to hear people's opinion i like to grow that way so what i want to do with this podcast is the same i want to get your input get your takes get your hot takes man i want to get you on this podcast i want to talk to you people i just don't want to be here by myself talking to guests i also want you to involve yourself with this podcast and also before i let you guys go we are trying to uh, accumulate some donations as well for us to uh better our equipment that we have so we can produce better podcasts for you guys as well some of you have you know donated and i feel very blessed that i have listeners who are able to do that so if you're willing to donate you can always go on the on the website on statmanpodcast.com you can leave your donations there you can contact me directly on social media you can hit the dms you know what to do man but um i appreciate all the support you guys been showing me all over these months all over these years man and i can't wait to continue doing this with you guys man so i 
I hope you again. I hope you enjoyed episode 95, and I cannot wait to get with you back again on episode 96. But for right now, Statman signing out, baby. Thanks for listening to the Statman Sports Podcast. See you next time.